Good morning, everyone. This is Sleepy Dad. And before everyone starts flipping out about the Super Bowl, which, you know, was like last night, or, well, when you hear this, it's going to be like two days ago, two nights ago. Um, you know, th- there's other things that's more important. There are a lot of other things that are more important which I just threw money in my truck. There it is. Like, I don't know. Uh, something that's more important than the Super Bowl. How about our homes? How about our relationships? How about our faith? How about our trust in our city, local state, and federal government, alright, let's start with that one, you guys forgive me, I'm chewing gum, But our federal government, man, oh man, they done a wonderful. A wonderful job of just basically effing up everything. Right? We have to have such division within our government because of political party that our senators, our representatives, our governors, all of them cannot even get along enough to sit here and do what's right for the people. So I've said it several times, I live in the state of Mississippi. And uh, in the state of Mississippi, if you don't go to church, we, we just, you know, we say, okay, you know, you're more welcome to attend with us. You're more welcome to, to come to our services. We'd love to have you. But we don't, like, chastise you for not going. With our... <clears throat> city governments... First of all, our, our law enforcement here in the state of Mississippi, for the most part, is a freaking joke. Let me put it this way. We had a bomb threat at my school recently, where I work at. And the state and local authorities, which means city, police, county police, and even state uh Bureau of Investigation, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations, could not find any thing resembling a device or even find the person who was doing it, who was making these threats until about noon. And we're all sitting in the school like, oh, there's a big deal. Like, what if this kid shows up later on in the day? With that device, 
we're all sitting in a classroom and bah. Well, that's a pretty crappy way to go. They did their job. They found kid was bad as this is a kid. Who's facing charges as a juvenile? Facing charges or something. Ridiculous that he should have never done it. give you another thing. And this is a little bit more closer to home. There was at least two shootings back to back in the same week. I want to say the same day, but I may be wrong. I don't like giving false information or wrong information at all. Two shootings. injuring almost if I'm saying one one person was killed um and one shooting and the other uh, another kid was killed or injured or whatever I can't remember but people were putting them on what more is it going to take for the city to do anything about these killings, about these shootings. My thoughts exactly, but here's the case. The police can't do anything. They can report to the scene of the crime, they can report to this and that, but you know what? It's after the fact. It's after the fact of it happening. That's the problem. Sorry, I'm sitting here trying to find this car who, you know, one of their headlights is out. And then they're like right up on me. And I really just want to sit there and just sit for a minute. You know, try to give them the, the idea, stop following right up on my butt. 
you know, this and that kind of stuff. I don't know, it must be in a real big hurry or something. I don't care. But anyways, the, these, these people are sitting here going on and on and on. We've had several shootings. We've had several uh, deaths in the city I live in. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be up to the police to sit here and stop this stuff. It's going to be up to us as citizens to stop this stuff. We have it within us to sit here and provide a better community for our young boys and girls, for our elderly people, for us, for everybody involved to live a good life. Sound familiar? It should. It comes from great. If you don't know what great is, great is a program that was performed and carried out in school once a week by most middle school and high school uh, organizations that taught against gang-related violence. And guess what? Ninety percent of these just senseless shootings has come from that. percent of it. These young boys and girls sit here just driving around with a gun. Just, oh, hey, that kid or that person ticked me off or that person did this and that. I'm going to shoot him. Pop. Guess what? At the end of the day, nobody can do anything because they got in their they're in their vehicle and they drove off. Me being outraged about it. There's there's not a thing in the world I can do about it besides, you know, talk to our city council.
minimum. Something's got to give, though. Something's got to change. Something's got to stop. Something's got to give. And I say that with respect to cops because I know their job is hard. All right, don't get me wrong. I know their job is hard. I'm not a cop, so obviously I cannot sit there and, you know, say, oh, I'll do a better job. No. I can't guarantee that at all. But my number one concern is the fact that my safety for my family, the safety of my family is be is always tested every day. And it shouldn't be. I would love for there to be some kind of way to, like, I don't know, just... And anything I say about this is, is going to cause a stir, all right? It's going to cause a problem. Whether it be, hey, let's take up all our guns. Then you're saying, okay, you're taking away our Second Amendment rights. You're absolutely correct. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all for that. But at the same time, this is the issue. I say let's lock up anybody who could potentially be a threat, and that's almost everybody. In some way, shape, or fashion, somebody's going to say something about you, and then you're all getting locked up. Even if it's not true. I just don't know what to do. You know, go sit in the city council meeting and listen to all this BS about it. Nothing's going to get any better. The cops are understaffed. In my city alone, there are 25 patrol people. 25 officers on patrol. That means at least 12 at a time, on average, is out in their cars patrolling. That's 12 people to cover a city of 2,500, 2,800 people, something like that. I have a real big issue with, with how the city government has handled this type of issue, though. I have a very big problem with that. Think about this for a minute, okay? The city government 
back last year. I know I've talked about this at least once. I don't remember exactly if it ever got published or if I ever published it or not. And even if it's been censored or even said, okay, we can't post this on any of these uh, podcast listening apps or whatever. About a year ago, almost a year, I should say, the election for mayor was held. And the mayor elected said, I want to keep this person in office as the chief of police. We put y'all put him in there as interim. He's done a wonderful job. He's been in there for about six months. And then turn around and within six months time, crime is going down, theft, uh, murder, all, all of it. Since the shootings, all of it's going down. It's been on, it was on a decline. But since then, since then, since that moment, however, And the moment I'm talking about is the moment where they said, well, we don't, we don't want him anymore. He costs too much. For six months, he costs too much? That was a legit statement made and told to the local news company. And they put it on Facebook. Alright? They put it on Facebook. The whole news are... It's online. You can look it up. Look up WTOK. Look up WTOK and look up city council meeting, police chief. Look up, look it up under those terms in your search history for that, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. They said that he was too expensive for us to be able to handle. Well, for us to be able to For our financial well-being, he is too expensive for the city of Meridian. Okay. Too expensive for who? Who's getting the job done? He was getting the job done when nobody else wanted it.
they went through so many interim people. So many interim people. And then we get this new chief in there. And she hasn't done a thing. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, handling this, handling that. They're, they're worried about an investigation that happened back in, of an event that happened back in December that people are just now knowing about. They're just now announcing. It's February. Two months into that investigation, and now you're coming out to the public that, hey, if you have any information about this, please let us know. Two months later? I'm sorry, more specifically, a month and a half later? For what? You think anybody's going to, like, say anything? driving to work like always and I've seen now two sheriff uh, SUVs sitting out and about one just passed me and I'm sitting here thinking to myself yeah not saying that crime doesn't happen out in the country but it's less likely to happen out in the country crime in particularly happens in the city why are we not involving the county sheriff's department in with city police affairs and with city police problems? There's been so much. Uh, I'm just. There's so much I could say about it, but it's not going to do a darn bit good. You know, everybody uh, yesterday, because I had to say yesterday because when I post this, but everybody yesterday is going to be sitting there more worrying about who won the Super Bowl and what was the best moment. Was it. You know, the the music for the halftime show, or was it the the whole like was it the game? I mean, it was a close game. Don't get me wrong. Twenty sixteen, this pretty close game. Sounds like a really good game, but like we're more gonna we're gonna be more worried about that than taking care of our communities, our families, and everything. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to 
violence and cities of who has the worst and this and that. Excuse me. Jackson, Mississippi has it pretty bad. And when I say pretty bad, I mean like extremely bad. Meridian, it's close. I would say it's about a close second. Um, I would say that Gulfport, Biloxi, Pascagoula, those places, pretty, you know, pretty up there on the list, like top fives, top tens, whatever have you. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty stinking bad when your biggest concern places are understaffed in their police areas. And here's the thing. They're always looking for somebody. Let's put it this way, okay? Our state governor, all right, now we're moving up to state level. Our state governor is more concerned about Giving nurses a $5,000, like, pay raise or whatever. Like, not pay raise, but, like, a $5,000, like, hazard pay, benefit pay, whatever you want to call it. Over worrying about the cities that are most affected. Grant, we're no Chicago. Thank God for that. We're not New York. Thank God for that, too. But, dang, Really? We're not LA, we're not San Diego, we're not Las Vegas, we're not New York, we're not Chicago, you know, we're not Atlanta, we're not any of those big cities, but yet our governor is tucking his head in the sand and not doing anything about it. <clears throat> you put a Republican in office, the Republicans being a uh, standing foundation is that we we need to fix our schools, we need to fix um, our communities, stuff like that. It's not about helping people who cannot afford to keep the lights on. It's not about helping people to do, you know, anything like that. Or better health care. It's going to be about And always be about making sure that our communities are safe. But he can't even do that. Like I said, we're more worried about paying for nurse paying nurses about five thousand dollars versus doctors, you know, frontline workers apparently. Five thousand dollars. Hell, a teacher is a frontline worker. Guess what? You don't see us getting anything. 
Oh, we got a pay raise? Okay. Pay raise has been long overdue. It took four to five years for a representative to say something about it. It took four or five years for anything to be done. Let me point this out to you, okay? As a teacher myself, I've sat there, I've sat here and I've watched and I've watched and I've watched. Okay, I've watched as people who have no regard for themselves, for other people's lives, to do stupid stuff, and at the end of the day, not care. Let, let, me, let me give you some, some background, okay? Our government, our federal government, right, has the ability to lower down gas prices, has the ability to lower down food costs. But for some reason, has not. For some reason, has not. They are taxing the hell out of everything. They are upping prices for everything. Do you want to know? Okay, I'll be, look, let me be perfectly honest with you. with how many people there are in the country right now extremely pissed off with the fact that gas prices keep going up and up and up. And then also food costs keep going up and up and up and up. That in most places it is impossible to find what you need. That is, that is a nightmare right there. Well, let's put this one out there. A gallon of milk. Alright? A gallon of milk. And I'm pretty sure if I were to went to Walmart, it would have been a lot cheaper. But I was at a gas station, and I just, I was on the way home. I didn't want to stop in Walmart. gallon of milk costing over five dollars. Yep. A gallon of Prairie Farms milk costing over five dollars. A company that is very well known 
it astounds me that our federal government has not done anything about it. You watch this. As many people there are that voted against the Republican Party just because of Trump versus Biden. All right. A lot of people have forgotten that Biden was more um, brash with what he would say back in the past, that he constantly would berate people based on ethnicity, based on intelligence, based on a lot of other things. A lot of people did not remember that. And then all of a sudden, after he got elected, everybody's like, oh, you made sure you got somebody who is going to tear this country apart even further in office. That's wonderful. All right. Am I seeing Trump's person for the job? No. By no means am I saying that. But when it came to making sure everybody could live comfortably, that we could, um, you know, operate without worrying about where our next meal is coming from, without worrying about a lot of other things. Let's put it this way. And say Mississippi gas got down to a dollar seventy. Within about a year since Biden has been in office, gas has risen back to three dollars. Depending on where you live, it's about three oh nine. I see anywhere from about 309 in most places to about 3 320 and that's just on my regular commute 309 to 320 you put a Democrat in office. If history has shown anything, it is that every time a Democrat gets put in office, gas prices, food costs, everything goes up. And yet, we we're powerless on this. It's because of Republican, the Republican Party who owns more than likely a a vast majority, right? A vast majority of these companies want nothing to do with Biden and all this. They're trying to starve him out. They're trying to make it to where people rise up and revolt against him. I'll give you a hint, people. The next person in line is not much better. 
She's really not. She's not much better, and you want her in position of power. making such a big deal about, um, I wouldn't say recently, it was a while back, I want to say it was like in August, September or something like that, but Biden was having some kind of procedure done, something minor, but he had to be sedated for it, like he had to be put under for it, and... They made a big deal about it, like Kamala Harris is now the, the president of the United States for all of, like three hours, four or five hours, whatever it was. And um and they were like, I wonder if she gonna like press the button or anything, this and that. And then you've got all these other people out there sitting so there going, you know, well she's not even really like her marriage to her husband's falling apart. Her staff is like this, yada yada. And I'm just like, okay, look. If it was me, and I'm glad it's not. If it was me, I would have then said, you know what? We both resigned. Y'all can have it. Because <laughs> let's let's face it. Let me, let me put it this way, country, you put a Democrat, you put somebody in power, every time gas prices go up, since 2001, gas prices have been known to be on the rise. Why? A lot of our relationship with the people of Israel, Iran, Afghanistan, um, Iraq, all, all those places, Syria, um, I may have said Iraq twice, I'm sorry. Our relationship with everybody down there, over there, not down there, over there, is in such a bind. It's, it's, it's so terrible. Right? It's not good. It's awful. So, our relationship with them is just bad. We're more worried about that and you know everything else that goes along with that versus like trying to make things better in our own country. We pay people less here than we do than anybody gets paid for across seas. We get pay, we pay people awfully because nobody wants to buy their crap.
our whole point to existing on this earth is to make it a better place. And we can't. Because we go put people in office who have no business being in office. You put Barack Obama in office, gas prices, food costs, everything went up. The Federal Reserve had to step in and take care of some issues. So that way, things like that would get better. Okay. We had Donald Trump in there. Federal Reserve says, okay, hey, this guy, you know, he may be able to help us out. And he did. Gas prices dropped back down to about $1.60, $1.70, depending on where you live. For us, I think, for where I live, I think it got to about like a dollar. The lowest I've seen is probably about a dollar sixty, a dollar fifty four, something like that. And then within one year, we're back up. We're back up. We we are back up into the three dollar range. And it keeps going up. We're going to get to that $4 range, and then we're going to be going, oh, for the love of God, can we please get somebody else in there? We might go get hit, people. This isn't about a dollar and a half per gallon within a year. We're more than likely going to be seven, seeing $7 a gallon by the time this guy gets out, and there's no stopping at that. I mean, congratulations. You built the world that I should say you built the world, but you built a country that at the end of the day says, okay, you want things like this? We'll give you things like this. Our healthcare system is awful. Our government oversight on crime and such is terrible. They're more reactive than proactive. Our matter of education. We're, we're more worried about critical race theory being uh, announced to, to be taught in our schools versus now, like, okay, we need to teach them the right stuff. We can't even take care of our own kids in the school system. I remember there used to be two options every day for lunch. 
two options. You had this or this. You chose. Most on now is just one option. And I understand why. Because everything I just talked about, I get it. Buildings falling apart. We have homes being not taken care of. We have babies sitting here starving. We have parent incompetent parents facing these children every day. So they're saying, you know what? I'm not gonna worry about feeding you. Like who the hell says that? I'll give you uh, an instance. I know I talked about this before. Two children uh, covered in filth. Um, one of which, a like three, four month, six month old baby, whatever. Another one, like a year or two old, three year old, whatever, something like that. And cops were searching a house for a warrant. It's uh, not a warrant, but they had a warrant to search a house. Look for a person connected with XYZ crimes. Okay. Guess what? They found the person. Oh, yeah, they found the person. <clears throat> found the person and guess what happened they noticed there's no food in the fridge baby was sleeping on a couch that had all kinds of creatures on it cockroaches spiders ants, you name it probably all of the above And I feel for the child that has to live in that. But our government... Our government looks the other way. Our government says, I want nothing to do with it. Our government this, our government that. And we wonder why. We are in the shape we are in. The, the time that the people, the police, and all came in to get that person, to arrest that person. Yeah, I just got, I just made it to my, my work, turned off the truck. But by the time that person was arrested, by the time the police got in there and rescued those children, they filed more charges onto the parents because of neglect and such. Great. They needed that. 
more particularly, they don't need to be with that person's family. Those two children need to be placed in a home where they're going to be cared for. I would say, you know, a person like me would take him in. And I hope there is someone like me out there. Unfortunately, I cannot take them in right now. Because I don't have the, the means or the finances to do so. say that I don't have the resources to do so that's what I ought to say People, you, you've got to wake up. You've got to wake up and you've got to say, enough's enough. I'm done with turning on the news and seeing this all the time. I'm done with turning on the news and seeing all this pain, all this suffering and everything. You've got to say, I've had enough with all the BS with all the trouble, with all the problems, with everything going on, I've had enough. I absolutely hate watching shows like SVU because this is stuff that happens every day in our own backyard, in our own homes, in our own communities, and nobody does anything about it. Nobody says or does anything about it. And for what? You want to know why nobody says or, do or does anything about it? And it's because people are afraid to say or do anything about it. city and local police, our federal government, people are afraid of darn near about anything and everything, and yet 
we expect things to get better. It's not. It's not going to get any better the more you stay afraid. It's not going to get any better the more you sit here and you cower in fear and you run and hide from everything that could possibly be better. Here's, some, here's a news flash for you. We're headed in a direction. And that direction is awful. It's terrible. There is no hope. Excuse me. There is no hope for us the more we live in fear. The more we cower, the more we hide, the more we say, we will not do this. We should not be worried about this. But yet it happens. It happens every day. Every day that it happens, the worse and worse it gets, the more and more people become numb to it. They say they're not worried about it. Makes things all the worse for it. So, at the end of the day, what are we really fighting for? What are we saying to the people out there that need our help? The infants, the kids, the parents who are afraid to send their children to school because of a violent act that could possibly happen. What are we saying to him? I'll give you a hit. We're telling them to not worry about it. We're telling them that at the end of the day, you're afraid to send your kids to school, but you need to get over it. Please wake the heck up, please. Let's fix this. 
So this is a sleepy dad, and, you know, obviously you tell I'm passionate about this, but please, for the love of everything, let's fix these problems. Let's fix these problems before it becomes something worse. See y'all next time. Peace out.